Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, August 17th, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Caminetti. As always, make sure that you're on our Patreon for Broadway Radio. That's patreon.com slash broadwayradio. And Matt and I have already gotten to start our week together. I mean, I feel like we've already lived a whole life this week. <laughs> I know. We started the week off with this week on Broadway. We're going to mm-hmm. do our special Schmigadoon uh, recording, which I want to talk about later in the episode um on tuesday so it's going to be a jam-packed episode of not only you and i doing shows together so if you like that listener friends you're welcome if you don't like it sorry um but (laughs) that's it that's it just sorry sorry um but we're also gonna have a lot of great patreon stuff coming up including our schmigadoon review roundup for the final three episodes which i want to get a brief glimpse about later in the episode grace Fair enough. So I'm eager to talk about the New York City Center developments because oh my God. the group text today, I know some of you are very jealous. You want to be in the group mm. text. I get it. I also want to be in the group text. I feel like there are group texts without me, but this group text was talking about the encore season of 2021-2022. It's going to kick off with the tap dance kid. We've already talked about it on the show. Tony Winter, Kenny Leon is going to do it, but today oh it was God. announced. Oh my God. I, I, I'm I so glad you're eagerly oh excited God. about this the way I am because Dulé Hill, who was a cast member of the original 1980s production, will return to the show in a different role with performances running February 2nd through the 6th. That's it. If you haven't seen the episode of Smart Guy where Dulé Hill taps his way into my heart, you need what? to because it was formative to my childhood. What is Smart Guy? He's a smart guy. Do, 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 do. You don't know that one? That did not That's help not... me at all. No. Oh, okay. So Taj Maori, the okay. little brother for, for yeah, Tia and yeah. Tamara. T- yep. Familiar. He got his own show on Disney Channel, greenlit for a couple of seasons, and where he was like a really, really, really smart 10-year-old boy. And in one episode, his brother is like, dude, you got you gotta like expand your horizons. You gotta like learn how to do other things. And then Dulé Hill is like this tap prodigy teacher. And so he he teaches smart guy how to tap and it is the cutest episode and Dulé Hill slays. And I was like that boy. Oh man, he is uh, a fine. So I'm just saying that it was part of me learning about who Dulé Hill was. And then when, you know, um, uh, psych came out, I was like, I'm obsessed with him. He's amazing. So I'm super pumped that he's doing this show again, like tapping for the tap dance kid. Come on. You also skipped the West Wing, but that's fine. That's where I first got got in touch with him um, was was the West Wing. But then, of course, like I have the entire series of Psych on DVD. Um, He's he's amazing. Yes, thank (laughs) you. Um, But he's amazing. And he also did um, Lights Out, colon, uh, Nat King Cole's, uh, I think it was just called the Nat King Cole story or whatever, with uh, Daniel J. Watts. Where he mm. played, he played Sammy Davis Jr. Um, uh, and after as, midnight, well, just a few years ago, right? Yeah, he was in that as well. So he is an amazing tap dancer. He still posts if you follow him on Instagram, yeah. posts a ton of tap dancing stuff. He's amazing. I'm so excited right. about this. But what's crazy is, is this is like not even the biggest encore news by far. I mean, all of it's big in my heart. Let's say that. But additionally, we had talked about Ashley and I had fangirled about the fact that they're doing Into the Woods May 4th through the 15th of 2022. But some life changing casting news has been announced. Oh Tony Winner, Heather Headley, also Grammy. 
question mark, um, will take on the role of the witch again after doing it at the Muni, mm-hmm. famously, famously at the Muni. Uh, Sarah Brellis is going to play the baker's wife and then Christian Borle, who we wanted to have as Rooster in Annie Live. I hadn't gotten to talk about it on the show because I know you guys got the news about Annie Live. Mm-hmm. Ugh, that's great. Titus is amazing, but Christian Borle. Anyways, <laughs> Christian Borle as the baker, chef's kiss, and then Tony nominee, Ashley Park as Cinderella. Listen, if I can't be the Asian American Cinderella for Into the Woods, let it be Ashley Park. She was supposed to be in Thoroughly Modern Millie because of COVID. That didn't happen. Now she's getting to do this show. I'm super freaking excited about it. This is insane. Matt. Yeah. Well, and let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about Ashley Park here real quick because yeah. she is probably like the like of those four people announced for those roles. She's like right. the lowest on the totem pole just because she's sure. youngest. But keep in mind, like if you think of her as just like Mean Girls and Emily and Perry or however they want you to say the name of that show. <laughs> she was also in Sunday in the Park with George on Broadway. Oh, I remember. Like I this remember. is she is not a Sondheim novice by any stretch of the imagination. Like she is legit. I mean, and also, of course, um, like her first big Broadway break, even though it wasn't her first Broadway show, was in The King and I. So like mm-hmm. she has a very well-rounded um, musical theater ability. So I think she is going to be fantastic. This is a tough role. I mean, it literally broke yeah. Laura Benanti's back. But um, this cast is absurd. Like, of course... It's only going to get better, by the way. Co- uh, yes. Because, like, when they did this in the park, I thought the same thing. I was like, it only keeps getting better. It keeps getting better. Um, and so, like, with the addition of all of the other roles, which I think are just as important, Jack, Jack's mom, you know, who knows? Little Red, the princess. Little Red. Yeah. I would like to be seen. Um, But, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it's going to look like, but I already like it. That's well, just what we're trying to say. I will mention here real quick before we get on to yet another amazing yes, casting yeah. thing um, for Encores. But a year ago, I think it was actually our Labor Day episode. I talked with Rob McClure about a bunch of stuff. Mm. And I just asked him, not knowing the answer, but like, what is the greatest performance? It was something like this. I asked him, like, what is the m- most interesting and compelling performance you've ever witnessed from a co-star? And he said Heather Headley as the witch at the Muni. Um, And he just talked about the fact that, like, the choices she made, like, Mm -hmm. in a show that's so well known and and Sondheim kind of, like, is so smart, like, he makes the choices there for you. She made inflection choices and 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 decision choices that Mm -hmm. were so different that he, like, just marveled every day as he was playing the baker. So I can't wait. These season tickets are going on sale on the 23rd. I don't know if I'm going to be living in New York starting in February or not, but I'm buying a season ticket for Encores next year because there is no (laughs) chance I'm missing this. Chances are I could probably get press tickets. I don't care. I will go twice. I'm getting season tickets because I'm not missing this show. I've never seen an encore show at all. So oh, really? I'm I'm so excited about the idea of seeing all three of these. All right. Finally, we're going to talk about the Cy Coleman, Ira Gassman, David Newman musical, The Life, which is March 16th through the 20th at Encores. And the creative advisor, Camille A. Brown, will choreograph, who we are going to talk about throughout the show. But Billy mm-hmm. Porter will direct the production. Yay. Featuring Chuck Cooper, who won a Tony for playing Memphis in the original 1997 production, just saying he's going to now play old Jojo and Michael Kilgore will play young Jojo. I would see anything Michael Kilgore does. I famously did. I saw him in Nashville as the genie in a not Disney sanctioned production of Aladdin. (laughs) And uh, he was fantastic. I mean, anything that he does is, is just incredible. If you haven't listened to his Grammy nominated album, a man born black, I believe you should go uh, and listen to it. But um, I'm just saying all of these shows are going to kick ass. Yeah. And what's crazy about it is, is like 
I remember when The Life came out. Like, this came out while I was in high school and had, you know, I'd recently kind of gotten into the whole um, musical theater thing. And, like, this album is fantastic. Um, And some of the people on there, like, in addition to Chuck Cooper, obviously, then you've got um, Sam Harris, who played Jojo, who Mm -hmm. they're going to play now. Uh, But then you've also got, like, um, Lilius White was in there. Bellamy (sighs) Young, the great Bellamy Young um, from TV's Scandal and other things, was in the original Broadway cast as Mary. Like, this is just a show with, like, a ton of amazing (laughs) women riffing and stuff. I cannot wait to see who else they cast. Felicia Finley was in there, too. it's a great, great uh, score, oh, yeah. um, but I don't know like what the story is, but I cannot wait to see this one either. Like this is going to be an amazing, amazing encore season. I know that there are some people who are like upset about encores saying they're going to do like an American, you know, a popular American classic like Into the Woods every year now with Lyra de Bessonet running the oh, show. But like, I don't either. Like. I just sorry, I don't just, give a shit. If you're gonna if you're gonna give me a cast like Heather Headley, Christian Borel, Sarah Bareilles, and Ashley Park in Into the Woods, I, I'm okay with it. And I'm also um, hoping that it continues to be more diverse. I I, I hope that it's not just like, totally. all right, we gave you one black woman and one Asian, and that's where we stop. You know what I mean? Like I I really hope because Into the Woods has such a great ensemble cast to it that they continue this. Uh, and I yeah. think with the creative advisor, Camille Brown, who I'm about to talk about right now, I think that's going to happen. All right. So I'm thrilled to talk about Tony nominated choreographer Camille Brown because we got this notice early in the morning and we were like, I was eager to tweet about it because um, this is huge news. So she's not only going to choreograph, but she's also going to direct for Broadway for the revival and mm-hmm. into Zake Shange's four color girls who have considered suicide when the rainbow is enough. The show is going to debut on Broadway in 2022, but this marks the first time in 65 years that a black woman will serve as a choreographer and director on a production. And this is her directorial debut. This is, I mean, it's shocking that it's been 65 years. Also learning that 65 years ago, the women that did this did three Broadway shows back to back, like in tandem. Oh, wow. um, yeah. And then that was the last time it was done. So I'm I'm thrilled for her. I have heard the greatest things from especially dancers, but also actors that have worked with her in a choreography setting that she makes them feel like they can do anything. And that's what you want to hear when it when it comes to working with directors and, and choreographers. So this is just incredible news. Also, that this show is transferring to Broadway. Like, thank God. I didn't know that. Did you know that? Yeah, uh, Ashley and I talked about it um, a couple weeks ago. It oh, had I need to been listen to plan- your shows. I know, seriously. And at the time, I speculated that Camille Brown would be directing it because in the the article that we talked about, Lee Gardner, who directed it at the public, she apparently mm-hmm. has quote unquote um, commitments from pre pandemic for other productions and film projects. And All so at right. the time, I speculated kind of because I already knew this was coming, um, that Camille A. Brown would actually be the one directing and choreographing. And um, the reviews off-Broadway at The Public in 2019 were good, but not great. And they very much um, were in favor of of Brown's choreography. And and I don't remember the exact term that is often used. Um, I think it's a, a choreo poem is what yes, they call. Is, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's what they call for colored girls. So if you're going to have a choreo poem, it's probably a pretty good idea to have a choreographer leading the room. So I, I think that this is a fantastic opportunity for her. She was robbed uh, a couple years ago in terms of, of choreography in terms yes. of uh, the Tony award. 
For uh, once on this island? For once on this island. Yeah. So um, I am very much in favor of this and very much excited to see when this will actually be on Broadway at some time next year. We're going to take a moment uh, to talk about the fact that our Patreon is popping and we've got a lot of great stuff coming up. The fact that like Matt and I got to do this incredible interview, which if you haven't gotten to listen to this week on Broadway, we got to talk to Orfe and Andy Carl, who we were trying really hard to not fangirl over, to be honest. But yeah. also like, mm, I think they like it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like who doesn't love their ego boosted like that? Because we genuinely are fans and collaborators and whatnot. And so like getting to talk to them was great. But that kind of Patreon exclusive content is going to get even more heavy. Like the fact that we're going to do, I mean, Matt, you want to talk about the fact that we're going to talk about Schmegadoon again? Well, I just want to know, you did you end up finishing the season? Oh, I fully watched it. Yes. Okay. Ju- not giving anything away. No? Just how did you feel about the back half of the season compared to the first half of the season? Oh, you mean the different show that I watched called Schmigadoon? Yes. So I was I said at the beginning of in our first one. You that said it. The second half of the season was so much better. So we're going to get into that heavy, but we we just want to encourage you again, like the reason we get to do all this great stuff is because of our Patreon and we love that you guys are part of it, especially if you're listening through that right now. Amazing. But you can get even more exclusive content that way. So Wicked is introducing a new role to their creative team called the Director of Social Responsibility. And that's going to be Christina Alexander. She's going to report for the Broadway National Tour and London Productions of Wicked. The position is going to focus on supporting a more inclusive and respectful environment offstage, onstage, in the office, in the audience, as well as, you know, developing and like putting through strategic procedures related to hiring practices, anti-harassment policies. They're going to be working with the unions as well. Like, yes, and, you know, I want this to I want positions like this, if people can afford it, which I think that they can, to go forward with every single company of every single show. I know that Disney has been working on something like this um, within their companies as well. And uh, I just hope that this is, you know, part of the course going forward with every single show. Yeah. I mean, this should be a part of every company's HR department. <laughs> like that, yeah. it just should be, you know, it, that seems pretty obvious in today's day and age. So just do it. All right. So finally, you sent me this and I was like, are you for real? So just when you thought Christmas wasn't around the corner for producers, it is a Sherlock Carol, which is a new holiday time play written and directed by Mark Shanahan, will play for an eight week limited run at the New World Stages. I know what New World Stages is back open. Yes, it is, baby. Get ready to go back to Blockheads. Uh, Previews begin Thursday, November 11th with an opening night scheduled for Monday, November 22nd of this year. And then the final performance, you know, January 2nd, like any holiday show, right? So the story sounds like it's basically grown up Tiny Tim asking Sherlock Holmes to investigate the death of Ebenezer Scrooge. I mean, I will go. That's the point is that I will go. I am... A Holmesian uh, <gasps> fan. I love the Did original. Did you like the Robert Downey Jr. movie? It was fine, but give me Cumberbatch any day. Um, oh, you're like that. I love those, but I, I think I, I don't know if we talked about it before, but like I love yeah. the um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar novels as well. Um, uh, the Sherlock. He actually did the Mycroft Holmes novels. He's what? done three of them. Yes, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um, and a, and a co-writer have written three Mycroft Holmes books and a comic book, and they are all, or graphic novel, and they are all fantastic. So I'm a Holmesian fan. I will definitely uh, be making sure that I can see this as long as I don't hear that it's horrible. 
but we might go anyways. All right. So uh, finally, in (laughs) recommendations, um, there is there was a Vulture article that Matt lovingly sent to me today because, you know, I am like Ashley and I'm a big Sondheim fan. But Stephen Sondheim and orchestrator Jonathan Tunick kind of revisit the cast album that we're all still obsessed with. Right. There's also a video that was released of Elaine Stritch singing The Ladies Who Lunch from the newly remastered original cast album company documentary that uh, you just got to watch it. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. The Amazon, the criterion collection yeah. is getting released. Um, I actually get it in the mail tomorrow from Amazon. Cause uh, okay. it was a, it was a birthday present for me um, a couple months ago. To you? No, I didn't order it. Someone else, my, my mom, <gasps> my parents got it for me. So oh. it was, it was on my list. So um, anyway, Gosh. Um, so it, I'm getting it tomorrow. So all of this is in support of that. Obviously the video from the remastered documentary and yeah. this interview is very, very cool. So here comes company. This is us pre-gaming for company revival. That's all this is. We're right. just trying to build up anticipation for all of you people at home. It's very well timed. Like it, yeah. obviously I don't think they could have planned this much better than having this stuff come out while tickets are on sale for the return in November. So very exciting. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. You can find me all the time on Twitter and Instagram at It's Grace Aki. Matt, where can people find you? At BWW Matt. Thank you guys so much. We will see you tomorrow. <laughs>